Welcome, welcome, welcome. First Team America, Patriot Network, by Patriots and for Patriots across all sides of the aisle and from all walks of life. I want to talk a little bit about this uh, um, this individual from Israel, Harari. He gets a lot of press in the TED Talks and the WEF Foundation as his, he is some um, forward thinker, some soothsayer, some wizard that has come up with a really, really dark dream. And people look to him for guidance, which is really pretty queer, pun intended. Anyway, um, part of the challenge that sane individuals have in listening to this man's drivel is the fact that his ultimate utopian dream is that people are overpopulated and and something must be done. And that ultimately people will be replaced by human hybrids and uh, automation. Um, It's a really good TED talk in which he's interviewed and you can hear his uh, darkest desires to explain why, you know, the human lemmings should run out and end their lives so we can make their life, their jobs easier. Uh, It's very dark and sinister and, and many people won't take the time to look, look it up, but I invite you to, Look up any of the things that are this this Yuval Harari is quoted as saying. Um, it's very dark. It's very sinister. It's similar to what the Georgia Guidestones have or previously had. Um, that said, uh, to one of the most uh, uh, interesting quotes they had on there, which this was put up in the 1980s, I believe it was previously in Georgia, Elberon, uh, Elberton, Elberon, one of those two until it was knocked down by somebody they still haven't figured out who and it's gotten awful quiet quiet and not sure if they're even still looking but one of the things that is saying or was inscribed on these granite 19 foot three inch granite monuments uh or stones was that uh the most uh uh worrisome was uh to maintain earth's population in perpetuity at 500 million again i said this in my other podcasts that's a calling of about 7.5 billion people. What are we, about 8 billion? So that's a lot of people that got to go bye-bye, according to the WEF and these uh, 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 idiots like Harari that believe that, according to him, humans have outgrown their usefulness. There won't be jobs for them that machines will replace. A lot of the angst that people are feeling today is because they're just satisfied that they don't feel useful. I don't know where the hell these people dream this up, but somebody is, people are definitely planning your future if you're not planning it. Um, When you think about the type of talks that occur and the goals of climate change, and then you see these people like Harari that's quoted the Georgia Guidestones and numerous other things, the eugenics movement, uh, which uh, Virginia and I think North Carolina paid a, a class action lawsuit, uh, uh, monies to those who sued the states who were sterilizing uh, handicapped people, mentally ill, and others without their permission. Uh, you look at the Tuskegee syphilis experiments, Project Monarch, all these other things that were uh, tests and 
illegal tests done on Americans and the eugenics stuff has not gone away. Now the Tuskegee probably wasn't part of the eugenics, but it sure was a pretty wicked test upon uh, poor black sharecroppers to let them uh, uh, suffer from syphilis while they did a placebo test and, and studied the long-term effects which impacted their children and many other uh, blood relatives that uh, were their offspring and or married their offspring in passing the syphilis along. Very disgusting. And there have been apologies issued, but that's not good enough. That is part of the eugenics movement that has been going on since uh, before Hitler's time. And Hitler was uh, very impressed with the U.S. The US uh, uh, effort in eugenics. But part of what everything that the global elitists attempt to do or say for the Bible believers out there is often always a contradiction to what God has said. God said, be fruitful and multiply. What do the global elitists and the so-called intelligent people of the earth say? There's not enough space on earth. Everybody needs to die. Basically, you know, I'm, you know, adding my own little exaggeration to that, but that's basically what they're saying. The earth can't sustain this population. You know, God didn't say in Genesis, uh, be fruitful and multiply, but only until you hit 8 billion. And then you need to listen to some uh, uh, weirdo Jewish guy uh, who's telling us that uh, humans are no longer important, according to him. And uh, everybody needs to go because we're going to have machines and we're going to have hybrid humans that are machine human things. Where do they come up with this, that they're, these talks of this large culling aren't considered as conspiracies? conspiracy theories, but people who question this stuff and point out what they're telling you publicly are called conspiracy theorists. More to come. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. First Human America Patriot Network. So in listening to Harari's interview on the TED Talk, he says life has previously only included three stories, and he walks through those stories. And in his first opening lines in the interview, he pretty much denies his, that he does not have faith in, in the Bible or the Talmud, uh, Yahweh. You know, he's, he's basically saying those were all made-believe stories and blah, 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 blah. And that all the three stories of socialism, communism, and the liberal or literal, I couldn't understand what he was saying, um, have proven to just be stories. And, and it, he overly simplifies when he speaks talking about stories. For many believers of the Bible, the only story that matters is the living word of God. And these stories are outlined, including Revelation and other key documents uh, in the Bible uh, and books that outline things that he tries to dismiss as fables and make-believe. Um, and he mentions that he believes the disillusionment that people are feeling now is because we've run out of stories. I mean, how bizarre that this asshat, Yuval, is the mouthpiece for the WEF and trying to be some mystical spokesperson for the calling that they all hope happens. I mean, this is absolutely despicable. I just don't know how. You uh, call seven and a half billion people to get down to 500 million. But the most interesting part, and I won't dig too deep into that. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. 
But the most interesting part is how full of themselves these elitists are, that they think they are, that they're making decisions for you and me, whether you're in the United States or whether you're one of our listeners in one of the many countries around the world, they've got plans for you. This, And uh, I've always given a lot of thought to this. Basically, a lot of elitists have these pillars of power. What is a pillar of power? Well, it's, it's, it's old money passed along that control certain infrastructure, whether it be real estate, whether it be power and utility companies, whether it be water or mineral rights. Um, you know, those are the pillars of power that seem to be passed along to future generations, and they don't necessarily change hands. And those pillars of power are going to do more to maintain that status than anything ever. And the unfortunate side of the pillars of power, there's nothing wrong with working hard and being rewarded, but when it becomes a monopoly and constrictive to the general well-being of others and they are taking away your ability to live a life of happiness by controlling the resources so that they cause pain and destruction. And most of these people are very narcissistic in these elitists. They're very psychopathic tendencies that I often have pondered how much money does it take for them to actually enjoy what they presently have? Why aren't they satisfied? I, I believe one of the biggest lies that we've seen in the media and around the world is when they publish the list of the richest people. The richest people aren't on that list, so they throw up people like Gates and Bezos and Elon Musk. There's many others that are more rich or wealthy and powerful and they don't want to be on that list and why would anybody want to be on that list and draw attention to themselves prove me wrong on that hit me up at news at firstteamamerican.com if you think i'm wrong on that and tell me that in fact that those richest people that the media presents bezos uh, uh you know the um uh musk and the others are the wealthiest and it's not the others there's no others that are wealthier and i i, I don't think you can um but I'd love to hear here if you can. I'm willing to learn. Um, but but the sad part of this is that these people who are proposing these massive cullings and the the uh, uh, enslavement of many through this technocracy that's growing worldwide. See, they hunger for power. Often things that are done under the guise of love and compassion. Uh, to save people, to save things, are not done for that purpose. They're done to rule. And they often, they want the, their motives to be hidden from what they really are, which is control, which is power. So when you think about the, the hell that a system comprised of machines and hybrid humans has for those who don't want to be part of this hellish world that the elitists are grabbing, you're not going to have the chance to live in that hellish world. You either have to be part of their their dystopian nightmare, or you don't get to play, meaning you don't you can't work, you can't eat, because ultimately, just as the Bible predicts, it will be a cashless system. And uh, as the Bible says, he who does not have the mark on his hand or his head. Could not, buy, could not buy food, could not be part of the society. And this is why I think that part of what we're seeing out there with this 
this endless goal to rule the earth and to control its resources. Uh, they have to, as in Harari says this before, the useless, the useless eaters, and other words of that type, show his disdain for his own, his own kind. And so, what the way these people think is that they feel they're superior to others, but yet they're the ones who get to choose who li- who lives. You know, there's never a noble group amongst this type that is calling for the calling of humans that says, "Let us go first. And I always invite that. I always say, "Well, if you if you care so much about the planet, why don't you and your family die first? You know, save the planet. Lead us the way. Go ahead. We'll wait. And they never do because they don't plan on them leaving. It's you. You know, one of the most interesting things that has happened is that anybody, anybody from any country, from any skin color, from any family, the Lord can use to bless others. And there's some really smart people in this world that many have dismissed. If you look at Stephen Hawking, who hated God because of the condition he was in, if it hadn't been for the compassion of others and the goodwill and the fact that his mom loved him and kept him around, or, or, or I don't know his story, but I would just suppose people cared for him to keep him alive in his physical condition. He probably should, you know, wouldn't have lived without that care, but yet he shows disdain for the Creator despite the compassion that he received to live such a long life that he had, and he was very intelligent. But what we're looking at is that these global elitists have determined that they will decide who lives, who dies, who's important, who's not. If you want to know what hell on earth is like, wait till you don't have a vote, a voice, a job and food because you disagree with the direction you're going. The whole part about AI that people don't understand, it's not as advanced yet as they want you to believe. And it will it only works by the parameters that are installed into it. He who controls the parameters and the metrics of the machine's beginning efforts controls the biases that that machine will have. And I guarantee it, there's going to be more biases put in against people of conservative values who are pro-life, who are pro-freedom, who are pro-individual versus pro-common good. And it will be a machine hell for those. Have you have you ever you've dealt with phone trees when you call companies? Press one for here, press two for here. If you'd like to speak to a human, let me know how I can help you. As I'm a computer, and I can try to get you there fastest. It never freaking works. I hate those things. So imagine when your digital funds are cut off and you can't buy, sell, or trade. That's going to be a real fun time to try to fix, isn't it? Oh, sorry, we just had a mix-up. You'll never get a human for that. So part of this thing with Harari is that he's in this interview, which I invite you to watch. You can find the link on Infowars.com and hats off to them for posting it. Um, The mainstream media will never cover that because they don't want you to know what they know that they want to do to everybody. And many of the world's elite know this and support this. 
And when they go to their Bilderberg meeting or their WEF foundations or trilateral commissions or whatever bullshit things these inbred motherfuckers do is uh, they, they plan this out. I mean, they've, they're very good at planning their, their plans are years out. And we, we like to pretend that this could never happen in our form of government, but it happens globally. Um, I just think that many people need to wake up and start paying attention to those that are calling for the depopulation efforts to these types like Harari. Listen to what they say. The news media and the what will not play this, even though they openly gloat at these TED Talks uh, about this. And they're not looking at themselves to go first. They're looking at you. As if they are the, uh, if you've ever been to a livestock auction, there's people that know cattle and sheep. Well, these people don't know humans. They just know they don't want those who aren't like them and who they can't control as part of the final 500 million. Let me take a short break. I'll be right back. All righty, so we're back. Uh, thanks for bearing with us here. Uh, I'll cut to the chase here real quick, and we'll probably do another segment or two on this because I'm sure we're going to have plenty more inf- more material from this idiot from Israel Harari. Um, one of the ways in which history has been impacted have been by despots, tyrants, and murderers that uh, masquerade as politicians is that they always end up changing stories and values and words and meanings of words so that they can build a consensus. Um, You know, I'm listening to Harari's interview and he's talking about liberals and he's trying to say that it's much broader than that and that the word liberal comes from liberty and where you find where the real term for liberals is authoritarian based upon the political view. There's any, they are far from liberty. They are more for authoritarian. And they're not a kind authoritarian. They're not a benevolent authoritarian. They are a very uh, ruthless and uh, kind of authoritarian, the kind that show no no compassion to the unborn, the preborn, if you will. And uh, they're often in favor of eugenics uh, from the scientific perspective and sterile perspective that we should not uh, put a burden on the system by having to uh, let a person live in a wheelchair because it, it costs more for curbs and doorways and stuff. And they'll always boil it down, but they want to appear as compassionate. And Harari's one of those types. He's a, he's a uh, serpent trying to disguise himself as a, uh, a quiet, smooth-talking lamb, which is anything but... Um, very interesting stuff. The best way to know your enemy is to listen to how they talk. Anybody who, sh- who is promoting the fact of killing the, the population off and proposing such means should be questioned and sh- should be investigated by law enforcement agencies. But, in, but instead, they've been compromised to let that talk go. But criticism, peaceful criticism by, of the political system is often those people are targeted which is really odd when you think about it. Um, I know I've simplified that quite a bit, but it does seem that, you know, uh, in the same way that threats are made toward uh, people, you know, deranged people will make 
violent threats. We're listening to violent threats, but they are cloaked in sterile terms such as depopulation. I mean, how do you depopulate the earth from 8 billion people to 500 million? How is that sterile? Is it a vaccination that was given that would kill them off? Is it the threat of more arranged wars in which greater calamity and death occur amongst the fighting populations? I mean, it's a very interesting thing, and I hope to bring you more on my study and research into that. But, you know, I wanted to bring this podcast, move it from that political side. I know this is a dark topic. Many, you know, you don't want to hear the dark topics, but I invite you to start looking into this Yuval Harari guy and listen to what he has to say and and take what he says with a grain of salt when you understand what his motives are. He is like the the, the beguiling serpent that's hypnotizing people by his his rewording and, and re-meaning given to certain things and yet extolling the virtues of a planet run by computers and hybrid humans with, with computer chips put into them. He's already boasting about wanting to program everybody. And it's really unique to see that that type of discussion or talk and viewpoint is seen as safe and is not called out by the media for what the actual outcome would be if they are successful in calling 7.5 billion. Some of you probably aren't even aware of these talks that are happening, of these topics and these conversations, but they are happening. And uh, very, very unique to hear. Anyway, um, I'm going to sign off here. It's First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots across all sides of the aisle from all walks of life. I'll follow this up with more Harari in our later podcast. Thank you for listening to us. Remember, be peaceful. Keep your hands to yourselves. Love one another. And uh, uh, look out for your neighbor. God bless America. First team America, son and all.